Hello, and welcome to Women of Substance. Today, I'm going to do a teaching for you, and I'm going to be talking about Hannah. And of course, Hannah is found in the Bible in 1 Samuel, and it's so fascinating, her story. And we'll just go over some points here, and I think you'll be um, empowered by her. Her first, her na- name, Hannah, means grace. And so, uh, you know how powerful grace is. Um, of course, we know it to be God's unmerited favor. We know it to be an empowering by God um, to prosper and to succeed. And uh, then we know um, how there's different types of grace to do different types of um, uh, callings and what God has asked us to do. He's also graced us to do it. So uh, I think that it's wonderful that that's what her name means. And we're going to go to First Samuel chapter one, and just, I'm not going to read it all to you because you can certainly do that. And it's probably good for you too, because I don't want you to miss out on any of the details, but I'm just going to hit some highlights here today and uh, tell you a little bit about her. Um, She was married, of course, happily married to a man. Uh, He also had another wife um, and the other wife had children, but Hannah was unable to have children. She was barren. And that made her very, very unhappy. Uh, and so, so much so that um, when they went up to worship at the temple, and this is in First Samuel chapter 1, that she was so dis- distressed um, that uh, she wouldn't eat and she cried. And her husband said to her, why are you so sad and discontent? I am not, am I not better to you than 10 sons. So we know that he was a loving husband and that she loved him. Uh, There was nothing wrong with the marriage. It was just um, her inability to have children and she was childless. So she was very, very distraught about being childless. Now, when she went up to the temple, this is 1 Samuel Samuel 1.10. It says that she prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Verse 11 said, she made a vow saying, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on your, uh, on the affliction, the suffering of your maid, um, and remember and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a son. And of course, she's talking about herself. Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. So she was willing to give the son back to the Lord, if the Lord would allow her to have a baby. And, um, you know, just speculating here, I think God puts desires in our hearts. Uh, The Bible says, and you are probably very familiar with this scripture, it says he gives us the desires of our heart. And we can take that like uh, we desire something and he'll give it to us. He's a good father. He loves us. Uh, but we can also see that that same scripture could mean that he actually puts desires in our heart for him to bring to pass. And we know the importance of prayer. Um, it's it's emphasized throughout the whole Bible. And of course, we know in the uh, New Testament, it says you have not because you ask not. So there's something that happens when we pray that it ignites the will of God and brings the will of God to pass. And there's something that happens when we don't pray. And I believe that uh, many times the will of God goes undone because uh, people 
don't pray for one reason or another. And and so he tells us, pray without ceasing. He always wants us to uh, voice his will to bring it to pass in the world. And she did that. Hannah did that. She prayed. In fact, she prayed so earnestly. Verse 13 says she was speaking in her heart and her lips were moving and her voice was not heard. And Eli, the high priest, thought she was drunk. And he kind of got onto her. He rebuked her. In verse 14, he said, how long will you make yourself drunk? Get rid of your wine. And Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord, I'm a woman with a despairing spirit. I have not been drinking wine or any intoxicating drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. So this is how earnestly she's praying. And I believe that that touches the heart of God when we pray, like the book of James says, um, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man, that's us, avails much. And uh, she was praying fervently and she was praying that heartfelt prayer. And so um, Eli said in verse 17, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant your petition that you have asked of him. And Hannah said to him, let your maidservant find grace and favor in your sight. So the woman went on her way and ate and her face was no longer sad. All she needed to hear was that word. Your petition has been granted. And she stopped crying. She stopped praying. She even said, um, grace and favor are on me now. And um, and she went on her way. She ate and um, then, you know, began to worship the Lord and uh, rejoice before the Lord. So, uh, of course, we know in the next couple of verses, um, she uh, became uh, and conceived, became pregnant with a son. And uh, the name of that son is Samuel, the prophet Samuel. And he was one. He was the last judge in Israel. Very, very important man in the word of God. And, you know, him as even the one, the prophet that anointed David as king. Um, he really had such a, a, a ear to hear God um, when he was just a child. Of course, Hannah took him to Eli, the priest, and said, um, I, I told the Lord I'm going to give him back and he's uh, going to be raised here with you. And uh, just a little child when he was weaned. So we know he was young and um, Eli took him. And there's even a recording, and I think it's the third chapter here, where um, the Lord spoke to Samuel, and he was a boy, and said, um, called his name. And uh, Samuel thought it was Eli calling him. And he ran into his room and said, what do you need? And Eli said, I didn't call you. And so happened a second time. And Samuel ran into his room and said, I heard you calling me. And Eli said, no, I think that this is the Lord calling you. So um, he said, when when the Lord speaks to you like that, just say, yes, I, here I am. And uh, and it was the Lord. And he was uh, speaking to him about his future and some things that would happen. So uh, this amazing child uh, have, you know, we see and you again can read all of this, but uh, so many wonderful, important things 
came from his life. And I believe one of the things that um, brought that to pass was Hannah's prayers and um, really not allowing the devil to steal her child, because really barrenness is a theft. It's theft. And the devil, the Bible says, comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. And when a woman is barren, um, the devil's trying to steal her the fruit of her body and uh, her child. And of course, it's not right. I have even a personal testimony about that. My daughter um, was unable to have a child, and she and her husband were tested. And, and because of an accident when he was a young man, they said, you won't ever have children naturally. You know, that uh, it just it's it's not going to be able to fertilize the egg and et cetera. So um, they sent them to, you know, some uh, doctors that could help with infertilization, et cetera. But of course it's very expensive process. And it, it's just, when you know what the word of God says, then you have that opportunity to believe God. So my daughter, before they, well, they did test them and they said, you know, again, what the, the problem was. And and so she said to the Lord, I, I'm going to claim this scripture I found that there's this is this is all it was just a just a, one statement. And, but she, but it, she found it in the word. It said there is none barren in the land. And she said, I'm in the land and we're not going to be barren here. Um, and so she just claimed that. She said, Lord, I believe your word to us that we're not going to be barren. And um, it wasn't too long after that that they found out without any kind of surgery or help or anything um, that they were going to have a baby. And they had my first granddaughter. And then a year later, she wanted to have another child and believe God and had my second granddaughter. So uh, the doctor, when she first got pregnant with my first grandchild, the doctor couldn't believe it. He said, there's no way that this could have happened or should have happened. And uh, she knew that it was the miracle working power of God. God in God, there's life. And when you um, put his word in your mouth and you believe his word with your heart, that causes his word to come alive and um it is incorruptible seed so that incorruptible seed manifested um in their bodies and i'm telling you praise god they have wonderful children and i have two beautiful granddaughters so i just wanted to share that with you because sometimes we read these stories in the bible like hannah and we think well there was just something special about her. I mean, she's in the Bible and and um, we almost look at them like superhero or something. Nobody could have that happen now, but it, it happened to her because she's in the Bible. But um, because of the grace of God, we can receive miracles in our bodies, too. And I just want to encourage you, if you're a, a lady out there that has wanted to have a child, and you and your husband have desired this, then um, take the word of God and put it in your mouth and believe his word with your heart. And I believe that he could, he would do miracles for you too. 
um, you know, the uh, the uh, interesting part about this scripture that I wanted to point out, too, is that when she gave her first child to Eli to work in service to the Lord, um, she had five more children after that. And so God blessed her with uh, three sons and two daughters. And, uh, you know, here she is. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, she well, the word says that she visited Samuel often and uh, brought him different things and made him coats. And so she was involved in his life. But also the blessing of having five more children when the the first years of her life, she was unable to have any. And I just believe that when we obey the Lord and many times, uh, you know, what we think is sacrifice or give up what are especially our first of whatever we've had, we give that up to the Lord, then um, he enables us to just have more in our life and increase us. And he certainly increased her family because of, of her devotion to God and her trust in God. And then um, her commitment, she fulfilled her commitment to God. So I think that um, today, you know, we can apply all of these principles to our lives and know that um, God is working mightily. He can work the impossible things that, you know, man say are impossible. Maybe doctors say they're impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Let me encourage you with Hannah's life today. And I, uh, you know, I want you to get into the word and read uh, 1 Samuel and, um, you know, the details of this, because it's just a beautiful story. And I, I know why her name is Grace, because she was very uh, feminine and and full of grace. It reminded me of some of the other women that we've taught about on these podcasts, um, Ruth and also Mary, Jesus' mother. So there's some similarities here. And so uh, I believe you'll be blessed by that. But I want to pray for you before we go, because I want uh, to, uh, especially for those of you who, who might be having trouble um, having children. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for everyone listening today. As we um, search our hearts and find what you desire for us to have or to, or even to do, that you enable us to do those things. And Lord, I pray right now for my sisters who she, their husbands and, and wives, they, they desire to have children and have not been able to. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that these problems are corrected, that this dysfunction becomes functional and your miracle working power causes them to conceive and to have children. And I thank you for your mercy, your compassion, but most of all, your grace toward us, Lord, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you and, and uh, go forth today. Be empowered by God and be inspired by this teaching. Amen. 
Well, thank you for tuning in today to uh, this podcast. We have another one coming up. In fact, it's every other week, the first and third Friday. Hopefully this has spoken to you. If you would like to, we have a magazine. It's called Grace and Faith Journal, and it comes out once a quarter. And we'd love to send that to you. It has interesting articles. And then it tells what we're doing at Horton Ministries International to help people and to minister people around the world. If you want to email us at office at scarlethorton.com, then you can uh, give us your address. We can send you our Grace and Faith magazine. And if you're in Tampa, Florida, come see us at Grace Harvest Church. We pastor a local church here. Uh, but we mainly want to pray for you uh, and encourage you. So uh, again, if you need prayer, email us for prayer. We'd love to do that. And uh, tune in next time. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.